John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition, wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Rachel Martin. After hosting Morning Edition for years, I know that the news can wear you down. So we made a new podcast called Wild Card, where a special deck of cards and a whole bunch of fascinating guests help us sort out what makes life meaningful. It's part game show, part existential deep dive, and it is seriously fun. Join me on Wild Card, wherever you get your podcasts. Only from NPR. Welcome to The Late Show. I'm your host, Stephen Colbert. First of all, happy Halloween, everybody. It is... Love Halloween. It's the scariest night in America, just above every other night in America. And to all the kids out there still riding a sugar high, welcome to late night, okay? Don't fall asleep, no matter what your parents say, because the minute you go to bed, they're stealing all your best candy. Okay? I'm talking Kit Kat. Now, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Give me a break. Do you like my costume this year? Very nice. I'm dressed up as my dog, Benny. (laughs) He's a very good boy. It's a very special Halloween because the Powerball jackpot has reached one billion dollars. Yeah. That was only the second time it's been this high in Powerball's history. Before Powerball, of course, the most popular lotto game was just ball. (laughs) The winner... The winner would get a ball. Loser would get typhus. Also the winner. Powerball drawing occurred at 11 p.m. tonight which is after we tape this show, but I can already announce the winning numbers. They are 4, 9, 20, 22, 69! With a Powerball of 20. Those are the winning numbers. You can take it to the bank! How do I know? Because those are the ones on my ticket, okay? So that's what won, regardless of the lies you hear in the mainstream media. Okay? If, if, if I win, if I am correct, I will split this with everyone in this room right now. Okay? That's right, okay? Like 95-5. I'm not, not down in the middle. Of course, I hope everyone wins because we all need something to cheer us up after that maniac broke into Nancy Pelosi's house and hit her husband in the head with a hammer. Now, Paul Pelosi is still in the hospital. Thankfully, he's expected to make a full recovery. The attacker, who is now... Sure, go ahead, please. (laughs) 
The attacker, who is now facing federal charges for assault and attempted kidnapping, is named David Wayne DePappy. We've got to stop giving people the middle name Wayne. <laughs> it never ends well. David Wayne DePappy, John Wayne Gacy, Osama Bin Laden. <laughs> it appears, it appears that DePappy is extremely mentally ill and has also made racist posts online, including some that questioned the results of the 2020 election, defended the former president, and echoed QAnon conspiracy theories. So either he's going to be institutionalized or the 2024 GOP nominee. <laughs> but what's the difference? <laughs> Political violence is all too common in America now, but here's something I did not see coming. DePappy is from British Columbia. He's Canadian. That's how toxic our politics have become. Canada got a contact crazy. <laughs> they went from Dudley Do-Right to Dudley did what? <laughs> the discourse in America is about to get way worse thanks to new Twitter CEO Elon Musk. <laughs> Seen here watching street urchins scramble for his discarded chicken bone. Musk took uh, over the Twitter on Friday, and immediately there was an explosion of hate speech, including the use of the N-word on the platform, which jumped 500%, leading Twitter to change the landing page from what's happening to... What's happening? The company, of course... The company blamed it on trolls, but of all the trolls on Twitter, none are trollier than the troll who just bought it. Because yesterday, Musk replied to a tweet from Hillary Clinton about the attack on Paul Pelosi that condemned the violence and conspiracy theories with a link to a homophobic conspiracy theory blaming the victim of the violence. That's not just awful. That is beyond the pale. And so is Elon Musk. <laughs> Look how white he is. Not so much Moby. as just a dick. <laughs> Thar... Yeah. Uh, var he blows. <laughs> Boy, that makes me mad. I just want to... What, what, what do I want to do, Speaker Pelosi? I want to punch him out, and I'm going to go to jail, and I'm going to be happy. And Twitter... Don't cross her. Don't cross Nancy. And is this true? I'm being told that there is news of Musk breaking Twitter because we found out today that Elon Musk has dissolved the company's board and crowned himself sole director. Okay, that sounds power mad, but don't worry. Before he got that title, he ran it by the CFO, Elon Musk, the head of HR, Elon Musk, and the personal assistant to Elon Musk, Elon Musk. <laughs> so that's it. That's it. It's done. He's the only director. Let that be a lesson to you, kids. If you work hard and become wealthy and powerful enough, one day you, too, can pay $44 billion to sit in a room by yourself. <laughs> what else is going on? The midterms. Here we're coming up. The midterms are a week from tomorrow. And the race is tightening, so the Democrats have unleashed their secret weapon, Barack Obama. <laughs> he spent... I know. 
I know. Nothing. Constitution. He spent the weekend doing rallies for his party, and some ladies in Michigan were into it. Now, I have to admit that sometimes going out on the campaign trail feels a little harder than it's used to. Not just because I'm older and grayer. <laughs> Said I was still fine. Okay. I'm not, not going to tell Michelle you said that. <laughs> Although Michelle does agree. I would like to point out, that is two things the 45th president will never have, a crowd shouting how hot he is and a wife who agrees. <laughs> Obama also uh, spoke down in Georgia, where he went after Republican Senate candidate Herschel Walker Seen here in a stadium filled with his secret children. <laughs> Obama... <laughs> Obama made the case against Walker. In college, he was amazing. One of the best running backs of all time. But, but, but here's the question. Does that make him the best person to represent you in the U.S. And by the way, the opposite is true, too. Like... You, you may have liked me as president, but you would not want me starting a tailback for the dogs. Respectfully, sir, you'd be terrible at any position, especially quarterback. Uh, look. <laughs> look. Uh, blue. Blue. Uh, 42. <laughs> Omaha. <laughs> uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> hold on. from Brazil, big news from your home country right there. Yeah. Mega Santos right there. Okay, it's in the presidential race between far-right incumbent and guy who won't stop complimenting your open-toed sandals, Jair Bolsonaro, and leftist former president and cowboy describing his missing hat, Luiz Inácio Lula da Silva. This was a high-stakes election because Bolsonaro is known for embracing fascism, intentionally letting the coronavirus kill hundreds of thousands and overseeing a surge in deforestation in the Amazon. And as any Brazilian will tell you, deforestation should happen only along the bikini line. <laughs> well, the results are finally in. The results are finally in. And by a razor-thin margin, Brazil has elected Lula. And... Is it a good thing? Is this a good thing? Yes. That is a great thing? Yes. There you yes. go. There you go. When the results were announced, thousands of Brazilians across the country were ecstatic and came out to celebrate. Things got so wild, even Christ the Redeemer got into it. <laughs> this is a huge... I got a little something. 
This is a huge comeback for Lula. In the years since his last term ended, he was imprisoned after a sentence for corruption before Brazil's Supreme Court annulled his convictions. Holy roller coaster. This guy's getting one hell of a sequel. You can watch it all in the movie Lula Part Tula Electric Boogalula. <laughs> okay, you gonna be okay? There you go. <sighs> <laughs> Despite the result, Brazilians are on edge. Lula's win came at the end of a very messy election where misinformation soared. At times, Lula's supporters accused Bolsonaro of being a cannibal and a pedophile, and Bolsonaro's supporter called Lula a Satanist, a gang leader, and a communist. Communist gang leaders are the worst. Hey, nice business you got here. Be ashamed if the workers controlled the means of production. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. I hate to see somebody forward the dialectic. <laughs> Unfortunately, it looks like Bolsonaro is pulling a bit of a MAGA and has yet to publicly concede. And we all know what comes next. A bunch of insane election conspiracies from the head of Brazil's biggest linen company, My Pilau. <laughs> we got a great show for you tonight. Coming up, Jennifer Hudson. The Hargan women seemed to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God, this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings early and ad-free starting May 1st with a 48 Hours Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. Folks and such, fellow citizens all, please have a seat, everybody. Folks, my first guest tonight is a singer, actor, talk show host, and as of this year, the youngest female EGOT winner ever. Please welcome back to The Late Show, Jennifer Hudson. Good to see you. You too. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. I like those nails. They're Do a little like witchy. Me? <laughs> They're like my cat nails. I do, and I like the boots too. You like the boots? It I looks, was trying to have a little fun with it. It is. It looks like That's you. It looks sex. like you made of uh, made them out of Grover. <laughs> Grover. Nice to see you. Nice, nice to, to see, see you. you. Now, since I saw you last, as I said there, you became the 17 EGOT winner. Yes. For, explain to the people yes. what EGOT. Explain. Okay. For those who don't know, what is EGOT? Well, an EGOT is when you won the Emmy, Grammy. Oscar and Tony. That's as far as I can explain because I'm still trying to figure it out. It's so new to me. Wow. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. It's... Here you are. Here you are. Yeah. With and your I... Emmy, Grammys, Oscar, and Tony right there. <laughs> that's amazing. Like, wow. that's me introducing each one of them to the other. That was the first time they met. I how just... did you? How did you introduce? Well, I put. I said, Tony. He is Oscar. Oscar. He is Grammy. Yeah. Grammy. Emmy. Here's Emmy. Yeah. Do they get along? Um. Yeah. So far, so good. Because people. The Oscar doesn't lord it over the other ones. Well, yeah. It does. <laughs> it does. It it's sits got an in attitude. the middle, and it says, "Ha!" <laughs> Jennifer, you have got another uh, big thing on your resume. You are now the host of the Jennifer Hudson Show, which, which, in its inaugural season. Oh, 
<laughs> in its inaugural season, was just nominated for a People's Choice. Thank, thank you. you. And you thank as you. well. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. Thank you for doing a talk show right. Is it anything about the job? Because, you know, it's a daily, you know, yes. broadcast, yes. which I, I dig. Yes. And then you're interviewing people and you're doing bits. Is there anything that surprised you about it? Um, all the terms. It's what do you mean? like the new terms. Like, they'll, I'm an actress, so I'm used to action and cuts. Mm -hmm. So when I hear area, what does that mean? And, and then um, teeth. Like, an area is like, like an area to talk in, about with the guests. Like, yeah. what's the area we're talking and about? And so, now? like, all the producers are running around because there's, like, super major and mad advanced. And I'm like, guys, I'm new. Wait, what does area mean? And what does, you know what I mean, like, teaser mean? So I'm still learning those terms because it's a whole new world, mm -hmm. at least for an actress and a singer. You know, if I'm yeah. in a studio, they hit the button and say record. You know, if, right. if I am acting, it'll like say action. And, or places. Yeah. Yep. And then they just do this point, and I'll be like, oh, I'm supposed to talk now? You know, so <laughs> I'm getting used to that. Well, uh, people seem to be liking it. Uh, there's you. a little clip that's going around right now okay. that's uh, viral. Mm -hmm. do, you know, do you know what I'm about to show them? This Let's is you see. for singing with a woman who you're singing some gospel requested by an audience member. Do you, what, do, you, do you remember the story behind this yes, moment? Yes, I think her name was um, Marilyn. Yes. And she was in the audience. She had just turned like 93 or so. Wow. And they asked her, would you like to ask Jennifer a question? She said, I would love her to sing me a gospel song. And so if I could do it, I, I would. You know, so I did. And it was in the spirit of the moment. Like, I love to live in the moment. And then everybody is a part of it. Yep. So it's like, what I wanted her to be able to walk away with a good memory. And so well, here I sang to her on the spot. Jesus promised me a home over there. No more sickness, sorrow, pain, a care. Jesus, he promised me a home over there. Not to, put, not to put you on the spot, but do you have another little, little gospel in your pocket right now? Another gospel? Just a, just a touch. What do you like? The same song? Sure. <clears throat> you always put me on the spot. Hold on. Jesus promised me a home over there. No more sickness, sorrow. Pain a care, cause Jesus, he promised me a home over there. <laughs> Thank you. I don't, I don't. I don't know if anyone else, how many people in the world have been lucky enough to be sitting this close to you <laughs> when you sing, but I've had the joy a few times, and I gotta say, it makes my skeleton rattle inside Aww, my body. Thank you, and I love I've, singing with you, too. Oh, well, I like singing with you, too. We've had some fun. Yeah. Now, um, did you ever imagine that you would be doing a show on a daily basis that allowed you to do things like this? This is today's, today's show. Listen. This is you. What's going on here? That was so fun. <laughs> this, the, I got the perfect excuse for Halloween. I got to be Whoopi Goldberg and Sister Act Two, which is my absolute Sister Act One and Two. 
That is one of my favorite movies ever. Mm -hmm. So to be able to be her for Halloween and then get to sing those songs as a little girl, that's what I used to dream of. When that came out, I was like 12 years old. So to have the excuse to have my own show, to fly in the air and then sing those songs? Oh, honey, I had a moment. It's my favorite Halloween yet, hands down. <laughs> hands down. <laughs> I want to ask you about... I've, um... <laughs> I, I've been I've been flown a couple of uh -huh. times too. You need very special equipment to do that. Yes. Like you really train people to do that. How, how did it feel? Because I find that little harness you have to get into kind of uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable. I had so many things under that costume. <laughs> it was the the what's it? The harness. Harness and the steel brackets on yes. your hips and everything like yes. that. Yes. So we rehearsed that quite a bit. Mm -hmm. But you know. Did you get nervous up there? Don't they didn't keep me up that too long. I was okay. Yeah. But, like it was like I'm like, how long are we gonna be up here? Yeah. You know what I mean? But I had uh, Julie Andrews uh, yeah. uh, right there once, and she told me about playing Mary Poppins, and they dropped her. No. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. Julie Andrews said that Julie Andrews said a bad word. <laughs> oh, <wow>. Hard to believe. Can't <laughs> imagine. We have to take a quick break, but stick around, everybody. We'll be right back with more Jennifer Hudson. <laughs> Now you can feel like you're in the audience at the Ed Sullivan Theater with official Late Show with Stephen Colbert merchandise at ParamountShop.com. Shop t-shirts, mugs, accessories, and more, and Late Show Poncho listeners can take 20% off with code TLS20. That's 20% off at checkout on all Late Show products with code TLS20 at ParamountShop.com. the Jennifer Hudson Show, the lovely and talented Jennifer Hudson. Now, you grew up uh, in the church. Yes. Obviously, you've got a deep gospel roots, but I just found out that for all the singing you did, and how early did you start? Uh, well, my first solo was at seven, but I did not start singing with my eyes open until I was 19. That's what I wanted to ask you about. Yes. You did not <laughs> keep your eyes open until you were 19. Why? And what was that like? Because I had stage fright. So I would beg for a solo in church. But you'd go out with your eyes closed? Oh, yes. Because I didn't, I couldn't look at people. And even when I'm acting, you know, I look at the floor. Because then everybody on the production would just be feet versus people. Because, you know, that's a whole audience. So sometimes it's intimidating. Right. So growing up in church, well, first of all, you know, you know, you sing, you know, from within and from a certain place. So it's more internal. So I was singing with my eyes closed. And then we wasn't allowed to perform. I didn't start performing in America either. I was like, performing? Well, what happened to just standing singing a song? So <laughs> when I was 19, that's when I started singing with my eyes open. And at one minute, I, when I closed my eyes, everybody was like, oh, Jenny can't sing. And then when I finished, I, I looked up and everybody was giving me a standing ovation. And after that, that broke that fear. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm curious. You made an interesting distinction that you made an interesting distinction there between singing and performing. Mm -hmm. What's the difference? Well, whew, I mean, you know, when you perform, you are exuding energy out. You're connecting and, and you know, with people and the audience. But then singing, well, at least singing in church for me, yeah, yeah. it's more internal. You know, could you, it's more Could you sing the exact same song that sort of sounded the same to a layman, but you know that one of those is performing and one of them is singing? Is, because you don't have to physically do anything else with your body to be performing. It's right. just something, some intention that you have? Yeah. I mean, I guess it's a way of, com a different way of communicating, you know, versus 
um, like when you are internal, you you stay within yourself and it's more intimate and it's come from a certain space. Um, whereas you're allowing people in mm -hmm. when you are performing and it's all about the energy. You Do know you ever I mean? go back to that internal form of performance? Oh, yes. Well, I mean, the internal form of singing as opposed to performance? Definitely. I mean, that's the base. Because I don't consider myself as a performer. I'm a singer. You know what I mean? Oh, I see. So, I mean, You're a pretty good performer, too. Thank I'm sorry you. to tell you. <laughs> I have hard news but for you. But that's the newest part. That's it's the not me part. saying it. It's, it's, <laughs> Thank you. It's these people saying it, not me. <laughs> now, I, I understand that one of the traditions that you have on your new show is you have a new mug every day. Yes. And what's the why? Why that? Because I mean, okay. So when I get up in the morning, I always have just my little spit of coffee, right? And in in a little cup. So each one has a different saying. And whatever I feel I need, like I need a cup of peace, or I need a cup of love, I need mm -hmm. a cup of whatever it is I need, and I pick that cup. Mm -hmm. And that's what I drink out of. And so it's like an affirmation, it's inspiration, you know? So I recommend it for everyone. Find well, your, what that inspiration that you need. At some point in the future, we would be so honored if you would take a late show on mine. There you go, take that with you. Add it to the collection. I need a cup of Mr. Cooper. A cup. <laughs> I love it. Jennifer, lovely Thank to you. see you. Thank you. The Jennifer Hudson Show airs weekdays nationwide. This has been The Late Show Poncho with Stephen Colbert. If you're enjoying The Late Show Pod Show, leave us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Watch The Late Show with Stephen Colbert weeknights at 11.35, 10.35 Central on CBS and Paramount+. Plus. And for more exclusive Late Show content, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe to The Late Show on YouTube. Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance, avoid a war. From executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone. There's some new players in town, and they brought the flag. And Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is the next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You don't want to find out. Mayor of Kingstown, new season streaming June 2nd, exclusively on Paramount Plus. Enjoying this episode of The Late Show Pod Show? Then head to cohst.app slash late show or visit the link in the description to fill out our quick two-minute survey all about getting to know you.